1: Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and NA, member FDIC. Oilers
0: Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio.
1: 630 Chad. 6:30, Chad and the Edmonton Oilers Hockey Club present the show that is everything Oilers. Oilers now with Bob Stauffer. Brought to you by Digitex Office Equipment Solutions, North America wide. Yeah, Digitex does that. D I G I T E X. Ca on Oilers Radio. 6:30, Chad.
0: 106 in Edmonton, hour number two of Oilers Now. Bob Stopper Brennan Scott, with you. Oilers Now is brought to you by Digitex, who wish you and yours all the best during these challenging and uncertain times. Hugh Porter and the staff at Digitex.ca. Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office technology and software. All right. Um... We will do some open line coming up at about 135. We've not done a lot of that over the last few months. Part of the reason is our setup. Uh, But we're going to certainly uh, look at taking some calls. Uh, We'll get to some texts as well. Uh, I will tell you right now that my computer in the building is down so we're going to rely on Brendan to jump in here momentarily. You can text us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. Get the new floors you've always wanted with Ashley Fine Floors 143rd Street and 111th Avenue. Open Monday to Saturday. And you can reach us on the River Creek Resort and Casino Hotline, River Creek Resort and Casino Excitement.com bet on it the province is back up and at it and so too is the river creek resort and casino for the horses and horse racing in alberta mark specter every tuesday in orders now live thoroughbred racing back at century mile friday and sunday evening post time 6 15 p.m back to full fan access but you can always watch and wager online as well at hbibet.com spec is our headliner for today's show for willock beef jerky just might be the best you've ever tasted. Search for Will W I L H A U K today. As uh we bring Mr. Spectre back in. Mark, uh you got something going on here, like uh, you you picked a pretty interesting date to do your celebrity golf tournament.
1: Yeah, the uh Spectre Golf Classic for Sports Central. We picked the date first, Bob. We okay. had July twenty eighth, long before the NHL decided to make that UFA day. So, uh, unfortunately, you can't play now, right?
0: Well, yeah, but that's yeah, that's fo- that's fortunate for uh, you know uh, the people that would want a pseudo celebrity because not much. Yeah, of a... some
1: poor foursome that gets Bob Stauffer now gets someone who can golf, so that's good. Yes. Uh, listen, it's just like horse racing, Alberta. We're wide open. We got 215 golfers uh, the you know, Jeff Fominick down at MHK Insurance is our title sponsor again, and we're at the quarry and wide open. It's a big tournament next weekend, or next Wednesday, I should say.
0: How's it, how's and, it going,
1: uh, in terms, it, man?
0: How's it going in terms of procuring uh, uh, celebrities to help you out?
1: Well, we've lost a bunch of guys. That you know, for instance. Uh, um Archie Henderson loves to play but he can't play it's a July 28th it's free agent day uh with the pandemic Dave Tippett's always been part of our of our tournament but he's been in quarantine so long he says I can't come back up here and go into quarantine so we won't have Dave Tippett we'll miss some media guys like yourself and uh you know Jason Greger and some of the guys around town but we're going to be okay we got uh Carter Hart's going to play. Tyler Benson's going to play. Nick Holden's going to play. Jake DeBrusque and Louie are going to play. Uh, you know, so we've got a few a handful of uh, guys. Colton Prickle couldn't make it this year, but he's a regular out there usually. So, you know what, we're going to have some fun. We're going to raise a bunch of money for Sports Central, which is what we're there for, and uh, hit a golf ball around. Hopefully we get some nice weather, Bobby.
0: All right, awesome, Mark. And, again, how do, uh, what's, what's the website for uh, your golf tournament?
1: It's uh, just search out uh, markspectorgolfclassic dot com. It's there. Uh, we have a waiting list, but unfortunately, we are sold out. So, uh, you know what? I'm getting the feeling, Bob, as Edmontonians and everybody, they're just dying to get back and do things like that again, right? Everyone wants to go out and play a, you know, a charity tournament that we missed all of last year. And uh, it filled up quick, and as usual, the town's coming out to Sports Sports Central, which is great to hear. All right.
0: Uh, earlier in the show, I asked people if Edmonton, and again, Speck still thinks it's going to get done uh, involving Adam Larson. Uh, I'm cautiously optimistic, but also pragmatic. And I asked point blank if Edmonton could not, uh, if they don't get uh, things consummated with the return um, of Adam Larson. What should the orders do? Who should they target? And we will go at this time to Brendan Escott, who's in the main studio at 630, Chad. Brendan, what sort of responses are uh, we getting? A lot of people suggesting David Savard as a name, who obviously started out with Columbus, but most recently down in Tampa. Dylan DeMello, not protected by Winnipeg. They chose uh, Logan Stanley instead. A lot of people saying Dylan DeMello could be a good target. Uh, Travis Hamanick has been floated by a few different textures, as has Jamie Alexiak's name. So you're starting to see a very defensive theme here. And then, of course, Tyson Berry, who may be the most logical plug-and-play option there, I guess. Well, and that's an interesting one. Um, it's my belief, I heard through a secondary source, that there has been a couple conversations between the Oilers and the Barry camp sure. over the last week. Um, Mark, I have a theory on this. Do you want to hear it? Let's hear it. My theory is the Barry camp has come to the realization that Tyson is not going to hit the home run in free agency, uh, despite the fact that he led the league in points by defense, and that Edmonton's a pretty good location for an offensive-minded defenseman. Let's see. Mm-hmm. You're, playing on the, you're playing on the number one power play for two straight years in the NHL. You're playing on a team that has the top two scoring players in the last two years uh, in Connor McDavid. Actually, over the course of the last uh, three seasons, McDavid and Dreisettle have led the NHL in scoring. And there's nobody within 30 points of either guy. So, And they've got a terrific power play. So if you were an offensive puck-moving defenseman, where, and you're comfortable, and I do think that Tyson's a guy that enjoys being out in the West, Uh, maybe this might be the place that a guy needs to be at. And I wonder whether or not the realization has come to that camp that he's not going to get a five- or six-year deal in the $5.5 million range, despite the numbers that he put up. So maybe he needs to refocus on where there's a good fit. Well, the, the problem for uh, Ty- just just hold on a sec here. The problem okay. for for Tyson Berry is the Oilers have got a somewhat like-minded player coming, who's six foot two, who has made massive strides in his off-ice training, and has a chance to be an elite offensive puck-moving defenseman. Like I, I'd say right now, Mark, if Berry's not on the team next year. Evan Bouchard will be running the the power play fairly quickly, and by halfway through the year, unquestionably for me, would be in the Oilers' top four. And I could see Evan Bouchard having a 50-60 to point season next year. Do you think so? Yes, if Barry's not
1: here. Okay, well, I'm here to tell you, an Oilers team that includes Adam Larson and that is going to re-sign Darnell Nurse next year will not include Tyson Barry. The minute... It's, it, and I think, obviously, they're re-signing Darnell Nurse. So, the, Larson and Barry are either or. Okay. You know, for a lot of reasons. A, for money. B, if you put those two guys in with Ethan Bear. now when, where's Bouchard going to play? It's time to play Bouchard. So, you can't have Barry and Larson. It's a not going to happen in this town. That, to me, is, I bet you, my house. So, uh, I I'm not sure. You know, you you have a very uh, you're speeding up the evolution of Bouchard a little bit for me. I I haven't seen many rookie guys like him step in and run the best power play in the league and score 60 points. That's a pretty big ask.
0: I'm telling you right now, if if Barry <laughs> no, is not on the team, I see Larson as a 50 plus point defenseman next season. Bouchard. Sorry, Bouchard. Yes, yes. So, special thanks to uh, Kevin in uh, IT for helping me out, getting us back up wow. and running. Into the Ashley Fine Flores text line. Hey, Bob, Cowtown Bob here. Can you speculate as to why the orders wanted to protect Zach Kassian? I don't see that much upside in. Mark, I got to tell you, I find, like, in the Caleb Jones, like, like, we had people that actually think that Caleb Jones is a better defenseman than Duncan Keith. Caleb Jones was a healthy scratch. I, for all the people out there, Stoffer, I hate the deal because Chicago didn't need any money. I get that. But don't try to tell me that Caleb Jones was a better defenseman than Duncan Keith. Yeah. But we have people that think that Duncan Keith or Caleb Jones was better than maybe his role suggested last year. And then we have this debate. Like, I think Jujar Kera is the guy that gets claimed. And, see, and we have a lot of people that say the order should have protected Tyler Benson over Zach Cassian. Okay. And I am not one of those people. I'd like to get your thoughts on that. Why do you think the owners protected Cassian
1: over Benson? Well, first of all, I'll tell you why people are saying what they're saying is because Zach Cassian has not lived up to his contract. So this this is seen as a potentially a chance to dump a bad contract. So I get what people are saying. Okay, I I, I get it. The Seattle took what's what's Cassian making three and a quarter yes. off your books. Three and a quarter. You know he's not living up to it, right? There's just no question. It's an old economy contract that he's not living up to. So I understand how people are saying that, but I also want to say that Edmonton is a is a skilled, smaller group of forwards without a lot of bite. And I know Zach Cassian has not shown up enough. I'm the first guy to say it and the first guy to write it. But I will say to you that on the rare occasions when things get a little squirrely, when someone maybe takes a little advantage of Conor McDavid, when when you want someone to be able to step up and settle things down, that's one thing that Zach Cassian does do for you uh, consistently. Is that fair, Bob? Yes. He doesn't, when it's needed, he knows when it's needed, and he does it, and he's good at it. So... I get it. Three and a quarter is way too much to pay if that's all he's bringing to the table. I'm totally in agreement on that. But you're going to start next season without Zach Cassian. Then when those games come along and the orders get pushed around a little bit, now it's up to Darnell Nurse to step up and do those things. I know he's willing. I don't want him doing it. And and until if if I guess my question, and then we'll all stop talking. If not Zach Cassian, Bob, then who? Curtis Gabriel. Then who? Curtis
0: Gabriel. You signed Curtis Gabriel to a deal. Much. I, 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 I don't think Cassian's going to be gone. I think he's going to be here. If I'm the Oilers, I look at Curtis Gabriel, okay? And I get him signed, and then I alternate playing Gabriel and Devin Shore as my fourth-line left wing, depending upon the team. You're playing Calgary. You're playing Vegas. Curtis Gabriel's in the lineup. Okay. Uh, you're playing – I don't think Seattle's going to have a lot of toughness. I just – Ron Francis didn't have that in Carolina. I think they're going to mm-hmm. go with more of a skilled lineup. Uh, Colorado, you're playing them. Devin Shore plays. So I would the guy I would go get
1: is Curtis Gabriel. Okay, that's fair. So you're going out and getting some more toughness. Yep, that's fair. The orders listen. The orders bottom six. They need some. I mean, they need a few things. They need your, dimension in their bottoms. They need dimension. They need you you know, you've got to be able to help the big boys with some points. And if you're not doing that, you better make the Oilers harder to play against. There's too many guys playing in that group. You know, Dominic Cahoon ended up in that group. Uh, you know, he just didn't score enough and he's not an abrasive player. Tyler Ennis, who I quite like as a player... But he's that guy too. He's a bottom-tier scorer, and he's obviously very small. Josh Archibald does a lot of things for me, but he's very small. Uh, he's got an—I'd say, in I fairness, like, I don't like Archibald.
0: He's a good time. penalty killer, and he plays a physical game. So I sure to me, he sure. does have a dimension. So
1: okay, that's fair. I'll give you that. And I even I like Devin Shore. He's a very useful player, but I need some guys with, as you point out, some dimension. Maybe Gabriel's that guy, but. Having Cassian under contract, I'll repeat it—he's making too much, and I don't like to deal very much these days. But I'm trying to rehab that player rather than cutting him loose. Bob, 118 in Edmonton. We'll take a timeout when we.
0: Come back, Sportsnet, Spec, and myself will discuss what the Oilers will do in the draft. This is Oilers Now.
1: Hi, this is Zach Cassian from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 chet Welcome back, everybody. 120 in
0: Edmonton. Val from the high desert of northeast Colorado reaches us uh, via my globalnews.ca account and says, Bob, the stink. Mom in the room, the rest of the league dismisses junk math analytics and relies on the good old-fashioned eye test on Barry. They aren't impressed by empty calories. Hmm. Interesting comment. Uh, One twenty-one, in I, I believe part of the reason for Barry, why the market might not be as bullish as it should be for him. Is there's a perception that he picked the right location, came in on a one-year deal, hit the home run, and playing on a team with McDavid, Drysdale, Nugent, Hopkins on the power play? Um, I think he helped the Oilers transition Game Five e Five didn't mind his game, uh, didn't like game one for him in the Stanley Cup final early in game or final Stanley Cup playoffs game one early in game two and then thought he settled down and was really good in game four uh, against the Jets but uh, unfortunately I'm to drop three straight overtime games Mark we have a draft and uh, again just a reminder for everybody out there Oilers now uh, Orders Radio six thirty, Jed, is your home for live coverage of the twenty twenty one NHL Draft. Find out who goes first overall and who will don the Oilers jersey. Right now, projected to be at number nineteen. Tune in for full coverage round one beginning five p.m. this Friday with Reid Wilkins and myself. Then again Saturday at ten a.m. The twenty twenty one NHL Draft brought to you by Scott Arthur Millwork, a legacy of excellence on Orders Radio six thirty, Jed Speck. Any uh, any hesitation in looking at a goaltender at 19 for you?
1: Well, I think the the goalie that everyone's talking about is Kosa, right? Sebastian Kosa. Yep. And, you know, there's a couple – there's lots to like about him. One of them is he's only got one year of junior left, and he can turn pro. So you could – here's a guy you could draft this year, and after one more season with the Oil Kings, you could have him in the AHL. So there's a, a sort of a sped-up timeline on the player, which I like. Uh I'm going to tell you, Bob, if that player is there at 19, the orders may well make that pick. If he's not there at 19, I could see them trading back and maybe trying to get a third-round pick uh, to add to maybe a later first. What do you think?
0: I could see that happening. you um, make something happen with Arizona, they don't have a first-rounder. Uh, they're, they're going to be rebuilding. They're going to be committing to the rebuild there. We'd, How
1: what rebuild would this be for Arizona, Bob? What? Six, seven, oh, eight. Mark, they didn't think they were rebuilding last year. Okay, <laughs> I'm not. And, Arizona has three second round picks. Yes. So,
0: what if you could move out? Would you trade? And I'm not. I'm not even saying this is doable from Arizona's perspective. Would you trade the first round pick and Miko Koskinen to Arizona for Darcy Camper in a second? If you were Arizona, would you do that deal?
1: Ooh, if I was Arizona, so I'm getting a first and I'm getting Koskinen, but I'm off. They're big on taking salary. I'm losing my goalie. And I'm I'm giving up a second. But you draft the nineteenth. Yeah, are draft nineteenth. Yeah, you know what? That's a deal. Could start there. How about that? Yeah. You know, a deal could start there. I may say to Ken Holland, ah, you got to keep a little bit of cost going to. But a deal could start with that ball. That's a fair.
0: The other place. guy I have a little bit of time for there as a third line center is Dvorak. I think he's a pretty good player. Oh. He's got four years left in his deal. He's not cheap. He's at about four and a half. Uh, but I think he's a, a legitimate, good third, like a, a good third liner. Um, 25 year old player. Yeah. You'd sort of fit in the window of the age group of the Oilers team. I always liked Dvorak dating all the way back, back to when I saw London win the Memorial Cup in Red Deer. Like that line with Marner and Kitschak and Dvorak. They just dominated five on five Mm -hmm. in that tournament. You know, it was a joke. Uh, (laughs) It's pretty impressive. All right. So let's just say the goalies are gone. Wallstadt and Kosa are gone at 19 when Edmonton drafts. If they hold the pick, should they be looking at a forward? Like, do you draft? Because you look at organizational need. They got a lot of defense prospects. Like Bouchard's on the team this year. Broberg, I think, starts the year in the minors. Maybe finishes the year in the NHL. Maybe he's in the minors for an entire year. Samarukov, I mean, they got some good defense prospects. They're yep. light, in my opinion, at forward prospects. Would
1: you invest in a? Oh, no question. Big guy and Phil Kemp, I think, who keeps, you know what, threatening to pan out too. So. Uh, I agree. I think they're looking at forwards for sure. You know, they need some. Uh, this is an organization. Mean, name the sort of potential top six forwards coming up in Edmonton system after Raphael Lavoie. You know, Dylan Holloway probably be a second line left winger. Who else? No, their three that? best forward
0: prospects are Holloway, McLeod, and Lavoie.
1: Those are their three right. best guys. McLeod's on the team. So you know for sure so i think we're in agreement there and I, i've been looking at the draft um the mock drafts out there for sure i mean i i know they're looking at a guy out of sweden Oscar olsen uh there's a kid named Brennan offman yep. that's kind of being tossed around there he is a left winger atu rati yeah, atu, you know what? Atu Ratty, there's a guy that was supposed to be a top three pick at one point, and he's dove waiting down near the bottom. Uh, I might be Shane a... Doan's son, Bob. Yeah, I'd be. You know what? In Ratty's
0: case, and I believe it's pronounced Atu uh I would be quite open to taking. I think if I mean he's a big guy. Um, there seems to be weird dips with Finnish players once in a while. Spec. Do you
1: think?
0: Yes. But they've got. RV, line Yes. Yeah. But they've got. First of all, he's big. Uh, he can play center. Uh, probably would be here for the World Juniors at Edmonton this year after surprisingly being held off the team this past year. Right. I might have some time for him as well.
1: Yeah, hey, you know, I think the guy that that falls off the radar, the guy that gets doesn't make his junior team when he's supposed to. You know, uh, there's risky picks out there. Some of them turn out. Some of them are Robbie Shrimp. Right? Everybody knew Robbie Shrimp was a very risky pick when Craig McTavish made it. Didn't pan out. Wasn't a good idea. You know, uh who's the kid the others had? Josh Hosang. I think fits this group, doesn't he? Oh, I think Rati is a higher uh, okay, but my point is, Hosang had a ton of talent, but there was some uh, some things going on. There is some dog
0: like. in his game, no question.
1: Yeah, and he hasn't turned out. He doesn't work. Rati, let's see. Ratu, however we're pronouncing it. Uh, let's see. He has the, he has a twin brother, doesn't he? Or a brother?
0: Yes. Is
1: he not getting drafted too, or what's going on with him? I, if you say he's got a brother, I'm going to say yes. I think he had a brother on the team, like a brother that he was playing with. But anyway, that's another tale. But Mark, I'm
0: going to put you on the spot, final one, because you're not going to. You'll join us again Friday for uh, on draft day uh, for a quick hit. Uh, but expansion draft takes place tomorrow, involving Seattle. Who is gone from the Edmonton Oilers?
1: Uh, I'm going to say. I'm going to say Kara. Well, that and makes for boring radio. My, I know. My caveat is that you know there's a couple of uh, uh, there's a couple of UFA or or, or RFE. I guess if you count a Dominic Cahun that that might get signed here. You know, what if they si- if they sign Tyson Berry, they're not taking anybody, right? So let's see. I'm kind of waiting to see what Ron Francis does in the in his little free agent window here. Uh, if I'm him, I'm looking at the order's list and I'm not that excited. It's just there's not a lot of excitement on the order's list. You know what they could do? Could take Chris Russell, and the reason I would say that, Bob, is you know that next trade deadline, there's going to be ten teams looking for a depth on defense, a veteran guy yep. who they can use as a seven, who can play left or right. To me, there's no more flippable player in this in, in the Oilers uh, expansion list than Chris Russell.
0: Mark, great stuff. We'll talk Friday. Thanks, Bobby. 129 in Edmonton. When we come back, you, you can reach us, 780-496-0063. Lots of different topics to get to on the River Cree Resort and Casino Hotline. Keep texting us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line after a global news weather traffic update. Eileen Bell.
1: Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.